anything that anyone is, I just love it. Like I immerse myself in that. Pedophiles. Welcome to the Divorce in Progress podcast. I'm Callum. And I'm Remy. Are we getting divorced? No. Have we considered in the past? Absolutely. Join us on this journey as we see how many episodes deep we can get before we decide that killing each other would be cheaper than divorce lawyers. <laughs> so we're getting divorce lawyers involved now, are we? Yeah, I actually have mine on speed dial. Oh, well, I've got my hitman on speed dial, so um, let's give him a call and see who answers first. And with that, let's get started. Good morning, dip pods. I'm nicknaming. <laughs> I'm nicknaming our our oh listeners now. God, I hate nicknames, and it's not morning. It's currently nine thirty. Fine. Good evening, dip pods. What if they're listening in the morning though? Well, that's it. I've just applied good morning and good evening. Whatever you are. Oh, then do it again, but say both. Good morning, good evening, dip pods. Yeah. But are they called the dip pods? I'm calling them the dip pods. We're not Lady Gaga. We're not naming our... Well, we don't even have fans. <laughs> They're my little dip pods. Okay, sure. Welcome, little dip pods. They sound like idiots. Dip pods. <laughs> it doesn't sound great, no. does it? We might, Sorry, might have to work on that one. Yeah. Dipsticks. No, that's dip worse. Shits. No, that's even worse. Okay. No. Let's stick with dip pods until we come up with something better. All right. What are we starting with this week, Ren? All right, I'm thinking a would you rather. Okay. I have put no thought into this whatsoever. I've literally Great. had a squizzy Google and found this one that I had a quick giggle at and I thought, why not? Oh, so it's original then. You've done a nice Google. You're putting in the work, huh? Oh, yeah, no no copyright on this whatsoever. All right. Absolute original from the heart. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather wake up with a different face but same gender? Or different gender, but same face. <laughs> <laughs> different, different body, same face. No, no, no. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Different body, same face. Or yeah. So you're a female with your face. Yeah. Or you wake up with a different face, but your body. Um. Well. And you can't choose the is, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Uh, it's like Sims. You randomize it, it. Permanent, or is it like for a day? It's every day, different. Wait. So what? It's different every day. Oh, it will change and that's it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh, that changes things. Oh, well, does yeah. it? I don't know. Well, what would you rather? Do you want to be a oh, man actually, or do you no, want to be a woman no. body? Look, I think I mean, it would change my would... life forever, <laughs> depending on your answer. <laughs> yeah. Well, why? Why would it change your life forever? Well, I obviously married. I thought you're not in love with my personality. Yeah, but I married a man. Yeah. So if you said, I want my face, but I want a woman's body. Yeah. <laughs> changes things, doesn't it? Shouldn't do. You fell in love with me. <laughs> yeah, but kind of change makes things a little bit more difficult. Look, if it was for a day, I'd choose the female body. Oh, I think wow. any guy just would. So you can touch yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> just experiment a little. Okay, I think any so guy would choose that. If It'd it's a short term, you're keeping your male face yeah. on a female's body. Yeah, because I don't have to go outside. I just spend the whole day in bed just touching yourself, right? But if yeah. it's long term, long term, I think I think you oh. see if you kept the female body, you can do a lot with makeup. So you could pass as a woman. Are you saying you've got a girly face? People do wonders with makeup, man. <laughs> you could pass any guy off as a girl if you do well with makeup. Yeah, but I guess so. At the same time, I'm the type that can't be bothered to deal with that period shit. 
and all that mm. sort of stuff. Yeah, you're not thinking. You're not thinking of all that stuff. No, I am. That's why I just said potentially not. Yeah. So I think I would go with the male, my body with a female head. A female head. Yeah, my I, body. I know, but I didn't head. necessarily say it was female head. What? Didn't I? Or Wasn't did the I? whole idea of it? It just says random head. face. Oh, what random the fuck? I'll just go random face then. <laughs> okay, well, let's suggest it's a female face. Yeah, I, I, would, I would still choose that. Okay. So I'd have to fall in love with a different face though. Well, you should be in love with me. I am. Firstly. I am. It's just the face thing. That's tough. All right, what, do you, what would you choose? Oh, I'm, I'm not at all ever wanting a male body. No way in hell that But you complain horrible. all the time about being a woman and you got it so easy being a man. Yeah, you do. But yeah, do I want... But you wouldn't choose it. No. So then don't fucking complain. Of course I'm going to complain. I'm allowed to. That's the privilege of being a woman. But do I want that? I don't think so. No. It looks complicated. <laughs> Jeez, you're really painting a good picture for <laughs> my, my underbody. No, I got underbody. <laughs> what? That, What's that's an underbody? Um, I didn't want to say. My organs. Yeah, my limbs, my extra limbs. Oh, gosh. No, not necessarily your body. I'm just saying, like, the male body in general. It just, I don't know. So Seems, you're, you're choosing your body. Well, I know, I know the female body. So I don't know anything about a male body. It's pretty simple. Wipe your ass properly. Give it a shake. That's it. That's what it you need to know. It does sound simple. A woman's body's more complex. So I don't know. Yeah. Watch out when you cross your legs. Obviously, you got to be careful. Yeah, there. that's the thing. Because um, like, yeah, that's not a problem for a woman. Yeah. You can't. You got to be careful when a dog comes running towards you when you're laying down. Yeah. Step straight on your nuts. Ouch. Always got to be. Yeah, see that. You've always got to be sort of keeping guard, which I guess is similar to a female's boobs, right? But not as bad. Nah, definitely not as bad. The way you guys complain about your your balls, yeah, certainly doesn't sound as bad. But do I want a male face? That sounds. You'd have to shave every morning. Yeah, yeah. If it grows as fast as yours does, I'm not putting my hand up for that. No. I mean, so, the luscious lock, sure, but the beard. So what are you choosing? You'd have my eyebrows as well. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to maintain. Oh, jeez. Oh, bloody hell. Um, look, I've never been a fan of my face, so I'd probably do the woman's body, male face. So your own body, man's head. Yeah. Great. So i got to kiss a man's head. Hey, if you love me for me, I'd still love you, you should love it. <laughs> yeah. I'd still love you. I just wouldn't kiss your yeah, head. Yeah, you've got to make out with men. I'd just have some weird fetish of kissing arms or something. I'd, just, I'd learn how to do makeup. I'd learn how to shave my beard quite nicely and we'd be good to go. But the thing is when, when you're a, a man and you do like a clean shave, by the end of the day, it's showing. Like there's a shadow there showing where your hair is. I think that's just you. I think oh. most blonde-haired guys are all right. Oh. And I'm thinking genetically I'd be a blonde-haired man. I, I think so. Let's go with that. Okay. If I'm going to have a blonde-haired man, I'll be right. And I can get laser. Laser hair removal? Yeah, on my yeah, beard. It's still going to grow back. Nah, we'll be right. All right. So, Rem, I woke up the other morning and you were mad at me. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I'd done. Yep. I can only assume that you found out about one of my affairs, but I wasn't too sure about that. So I'm sitting there. You're facing the other way in bed. I'm like, morning, nothing. 
stone cold. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going on. I don't know if I need to apologize for something. I don't know if a family member's died and you're upset. I don't know if the dog's taken a dump on your pillow and you're pretty pissed <laughs> off about it. No idea. Why were you angry at me? Why do you think? Don't know. Any of those reasons? No, luckily none of those reasons. Okay. Um, so I ended up finding out what it was. You did. I mean, obviously, I'm an open book. I do not hold my anger in. But it was, a, it was a serious thing that you were angry at me about. And it's massive, massive. It, and it would be valid. So obviously cheating is a big thing in a relationship. If you yeah. cheat on your partner, they're going to be upset. It's, it's relationship ending really sometimes. Oh, huge. And that's the thing. I reckon a lot of people will be able to relate to this when I say it. Yeah, and um, there's a difference between cheating and then cheating in someone else's dream. That's a big deal for me because if I'm thinking it, and I'm pushing it into my dreams, my subconscious. Hell yeah. And I, and I make it so vivid, so detailed, and I wake up. Of course I'm going to be angry at you. Why is that my fault that you're thinking of me cheating on you? It's not your fault. Why am I in trouble but for I it just, then? I just need to process it. I've just woken up. I'm not ready to talk to you. I'm still <laughs> very much in the dream. I need to, I need time. Yeah, but if I say, morning, at least go, morning. No, I'm Don't still mad. Don't just ignore me for I'm no reason. I'm still mad. Oh, it was a bad one. Yeah. It was a bad cheating dream. It was so real. Like, was she good looking? I can't even remember. <laughs> I can't remember those details, but it was like the hurt, the heartbreak, learning it, feeling it. It was, oh, it was just, honestly, and I woke up and I felt my face and there was tears. <laughs> It was so real and I thought, you know what? And I saw you, you know, you were soundfully asleep and I just needed time to process it. You woke up, you said morning and I was like, you know what? No, I need my time. You've just cheated. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I need, yeah, pretty much. And then you're like, come on, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, you cheated in my dream. Yeah. I just need time to process. I'm not forgiving you that fast, buddy. No, I know. So if you really cheated, whoa. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I would never do it because <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know how bad like, it is in the dream I world. I don't want to deal with you in yeah. reality. So another thing is you you have had sex dreams in the past, right? Mm-hmm. You've been like, oh, I had a sex dream about blah, 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 blah. Which, again, I find quite shocking that you've never had one. I've never had a sex dream. And it's so upsetting. Like, I'll wake up and I'm like, I've had the worst dream. You're like, what's happened? And I'll be like talking about work and I forgot to do something at work and then this happened and this happened and everything went to shit and I lost my job. That's the kind of stuff that I have a dream about. Or someone's come through and axe murdered my whole family, absolutely skinned my dog and held the carcass up against in my face while I was tied up and just oh set it alight. That sort of shit. That's what I dream I am about. I'm so glad I don't have your mind. <laughs> exactly. It sounds You're there like, mm, yeah, I had an orgasm three times last night in my dream. The thing is, though, is I have such a long sleep. Like I have about eight hours sleep minimum. And I'd say I have about three dreams in that sleep each night that I can remember. Whereas like you have about five, four to five hours per night on average. Mm. And it's very broken sleep because you're an insomniac. And I reckon you can't even, some, like some mornings you wake up and you're like, I, have, I didn't have a dream. I don't have oh, any well, memory I, of anything. I barely have a dream. I probably have like 
six dreams a year. Yeah, and so that's bad. why you haven't had one. Like if it's you unfair, don't though. dream, if you don't have enough sleep, then you're not going to dream. Yeah. And also I think it's like how amazing your imagination is. Like I, we could be on a road trip and I'll start dozing off in the car. I'm the passenger, not driving. <laughs> and I will just like, I'll start conjuring up like a little story in my head and I'll just roll with that and then I go to sleep. And so, I dream about it. So why are you with me on a romantic road trip? And I'm like, oh, this is so nice. I'm with my wife. We're going on a road trip. You're sitting there going, mm, Ryan Gosling in the driver's seat, driving to a beach. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not like, it's not sex dreams I'm thinking of. It's like, and it's not me. It's always just an imaginative story or maybe I'm thinking of a movie and I just roll with that story or, yeah, I've just got a very vivid imagination. I have a vivid imagination as well, but it's not fun stuff. It's just doom and gloom the whole well, time. that's not an imagination. It is. Every, everything you think of is an imagination. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. If anything, you might say mine are more imaginative. Is that a fucking word? That's a word, isn't it? It is a word. Yeah, that's a word. <laughs> sounded a bit left of field. I think it was the way you said it. <laughs> Maybe. Imaginative. Um, yeah, I, I think the way I conjure up little things, I think are a little bit more crazy and like a lot of thought goes into how a murder happens because like, it's usually like crime or something like that in my head. So yeah, I, think well, I think it takes a lot to... to think about how that works without getting caught and then like everything sort of, there's always a storyline that loops back, you know what I mean? I Whereas think you a need fan- positive vibes. Yeah, but like a, a fantasy dream is just like, oh, this is nice, oh, then this happened, then this happened, you know what I mean? It wasn't there was a murder, how did this murder happen without anyone finding out and then how did someone figure it out in the after the fact and blah, blah, so blah. So your, your dreams are Cluedo, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't find that creative, though. Karen stabbed Jono in the back with a spoon in the back of Bunnings. Oh, great. Yeah, that was it's my It's a real out. Aussie murder. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't find, like, yeah, I, I mean, I still have murder dreams and, like, really scary nightmares. And, you know, I've had ones where people break in and it's horrible. And, you know, you're hiding under the bed and that kind of thing. But mainly mine are good because I try and go to bed with a really positive attitude and Which is annoying and because nice. I'm the positive one, even though in this podcast I do sound like the downer you in a relationship. You are such a negative but, Nancy. Oh, Ram. Can, okay, look, I am a negative Nancy currently because of work. It's so busy at the moment. For the and last two years. No, it's been <laughs> so busy this year, obviously, with coronavirus. It's absolutely insanely busy and I am so lucky to still have a job. But it's just absolute drainer. So, yeah, I've been a bit of a negative Nancy lately. Okay, take this year out of the equation. Who's the more positive person? I'd say, okay, at the start of our relationship, 100% me. Oh, yeah, because I was depressed. You were (laughs) such a negative Nancy. But I think slowly I've stepped back to let you shine. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) You walked so I could run. Well, aren't you that's an achiever? So lovely. <laughs> no, that that's what I find annoying is the fact that I I feel like I'm so positive, and you'll be upset when we're going to bed about something that happened during the day. I'm like, it's fine, don't worry about it. Tomorrow's a new day, and I'm very positive. Yeah, you've got. And this I go to Buddhist... bed and have this terrible fucking dream, and you're like, ah, I seen a rainbow, <laughs> I seen a unicorn, it was grey. Okay, no, I 
you definitely have this like Buddhist attitude lately. You've probably had it for a good two to three years. Mm. Actually, probably since we got married, you've been very uplifting and like tried to get out of drama and yeah, you're super positive. So well done. Thank but you. But you need to focus that just before bed. I do. You obviously don't. You're, uh, you're worried about work. When you're worried about work, you're going to dream about it and have a nightmare. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing. It's sometimes work dreams, like something went wrong at work and I lose my job. But then there's the other side of it. I'm not thinking about murdering someone when I go to bed, but well, just so happens be. to be murder in my dreams. Yeah, but you also watch a lot of TV before bed and usually it's like, you know, crime shows or whatever. Yeah. So your, your imagination's taking it from that. But I didn't used to, like, I'm talking from when I was like maybe 12 years old. I'm having these types of dreams. Like I used to have a dream where there was a house around the corner from my parents' house and it's a, a physical house. Like it's, I know exactly where it is. I could take you there tomorrow. And that house had a predator in it and he was like stealing kids on the, when they were walking home from school. And I can't, it was ages ago that I used to have this dream, but it was like a reoccurring dream always happening. And I wasn't watching crime shows back then. Are you kidding me? You just confessed the other day that you watched The Exorcist when you were six. Not my fault. That's where it stemmed from. <laughs> that was my brother's fault when he was babysitting me and he made me watch it. That's no a whole other story. No matter whose fault it was, you've seen it. And so, every so what we're saying it. is my brother tortured me when I was a child and this is why I dream this, this way now. This is why you're the way you are. Right. Yep. Well, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> no, that's actually a good point. Um, do you have any reoccurring dreams, like real weird reoccurring dreams and you feel like there's a meaning to it? No, I've never had like a scary or weird or creepy reoccurring dream. I only have like certain storylines. Like I was saying, when I'm in the car and I'm trying to doze off, I kind of go back to a story that I kind of made up and I'll drag that into a different direction. Hmm. So like when I was younger, I used to always want to be a writer and I used to make up stories and kind of change the storyline all the time. So that's what I essentially do in my imagination. Yeah. Well, but no reoccurring dreams. One of my parents has dreams and they feel like they dream about things and then they happen. And my, my family's not like spiritual in any way. You have some psychic come in and tell us that, oh, I'm seeing an old lady that rides a bike. None of us are going to think, oh, it's my nan. We're just going to go, all right, shut up, bitch. Everyone rides a bike. And yes, everyone has an old lady in their life. Like we're very skeptical when it comes to that sort of thing. But one of my parents has dreams and they feel like they are clues to a murder. And I, I believe in the past something's happened in real life and they've been like, holy shit, that's what I dreamt about. Like Alison from Medium, that TV show. <laughs> that's legit. So your parents are skeptical, but that you're essentially calling them psychics. No, no, I'm not saying, <laughs> but they, they have these dreams and they, yeah, that's really weird. But then me and my brother, I, we both have the same dream. So one time we were out for dinner. And we were talking about dreams and he started talking about his dream and it was exactly the same as my dream. And I was like, wait, and then does this happen? And he was like, yeah, that happens in mine too. It's super weird. So we'll be walking down a dark alley. It's a very short dream and it's reoccurring. It happens all the time. Hasn't happened to me in a while, but when I was younger, it did. He'll be walking down this like dark alley, sort of like a cobblestone road and you feel, we feel like we're being followed. It's just like I'm just by myself and when my brother dreams it, he's by himself. We're walking down the, this alleyway and it feels like someone's following us so we sort of turn around and no one's there and we keep walking and there's 
we still feel like we're being followed and it's super dark and we start hearing like footsteps so we turn around no one there and at the end of this dark alley there's sort of like this old payphone and the phone's hanging from its cord and it's like swinging back and forth and it's got a little light above it shining down on it and it looks really creepy and we we feel like we have to get to that phone to pick it up like that's it's just like a feeling that we have so we walked in the end of this um alleyway we pick it up and put it to our ear and he goes this phone is not connected we both have the exact dream you know what it's probably a scene from exorcist (laughs) yeah you know what i think we figured it out But do you not find that weird that we have the same dream? Yeah, and I'm sure, like, it it would actually, I know you obviously are sceptical with, with psychics or mediums, but I truly think it would be interesting to see what someone would say about that. Yeah. Because I have no idea. I find that super bizarre. In saying that, you also, when you were younger, thought that when you were in your mother's womb, you had a third eye. Yeah. And it was on your palm of your hand and yep. you'd put it up to your mum's belly and you could see outside of what was happening before you were born. Yeah. And I would mention stories and my family would be like, what the fuck? No, they would have told <laughs> you it. So maybe you and Daniel have had some sort of movie or book or something read to you or whatever and you've both just conjured that, that so little you, scene up. So what you're saying is when we were four years old, my mum was reading the book saying they were walking down a dark alleyway <laughs> yep. with a creepy man following them and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. They pick it up. Do, do, there's do. no one on the other end. <laughs> do, do, do. Your life is going to end. Yeah, pretty do, much. Do, do. <laughs> um, somehow I don't think mum read books like that. It was like Peter and Jane went to the park. Obviously, I'm not, Jane saying, have a dog. I'm not <laughs> saying you read it, obviously, but... And it may not have been when you were six, but yeah, something would have happened. Some kind of movie you've both watched. Yeah. It just seems weird. It does. Seem I feel weird. like I'd, I, you'd remember the movie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've never heard of anything with that kind of scene, but sounds common. It's common. It's creative. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's probably one of the most boring, scary dreams I've ever had. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think it's that scary. No, 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 it's not, no, it's not that scary, but it's. The weirdest part was the fact that it, we both had the same dream. Yeah. But if you're weird. in it, it's still a bit weird that someone's following you and then there's this phone. Oh, and they go, doo, doo, doo. Maybe what? it's both of you in a past life and you both come in contact with a phone that wow. did not connect. Oh, my God. Like you felt the followed. same as in like this life that we've also had that we yeah. probably picked up a phone and it didn't Bizarre. connect. Yeah. God, I'm just going to quit my day job now and become, become a psychic. A medium, yep. Psychic, yeah. I just want to um, confess that I do not have any belief in this sort of spiritual shit. Oh, I don't <laughs> think crazy. you can call it spiritual shit. You sort of have a little bit of a spiritual I, a hundred, belief. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's creative. It's cool. I, I honestly believe in everything. Like I am super mm. in touch with whatever. Like I love religion. I love beliefs. I love spiritual. Like anything that anyone is, I just love it. Like, I immerse myself in that. Pedophiles? No. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, you all good things. You said anything that people are. <laughs> no, all good things. Like, I think, yeah, anyone's beliefs and whatever they have an opinion on, I try and understand it. I don't try and counter it, if that makes sense. Yeah. As in, like, religion and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, if you, if you say, like, if I met someone who's a psychic and, you know, they say stuff to me that, 
isn't really relatable and, you know, they're reading my cards or they're trying to tell me about a, a past member that they're talking to and it doesn't really relate, I'm not going to be a sceptic and say, oh, well, they're clearly a liar. No, I think that they're, you know, that's their belief. They hold it strong to themselves and, and yeah, I support that. So, Ed Sheeran, Rem, did you know that his wife is pregnant? No. Yeah, and apparently she's had a baby. I like that, though. I like when they can did, keep it secret. Was it a secret? I don't know. Was that announced or was I just, like, living under a rock? I'm, I, f- I don't think it would have been because he's quite a secretive person. He doesn't really announce a lot of things. Like, he didn't announce when he got engaged, but then he was wearing a wedding ring. Yeah, And true. then they got married and that was all secret. So doesn't surprise me. The reason I brought it up is you're pretty shocking with baby names. Since we met, I'm pretty sure since we met or since we got together when we were 15 years old, you had a list of baby names. No, not when I was 15. How old? Honestly, I didn't start a baby list till I was about 24. No. Yeah. It was, it was a lot younger than that. No, it wasn't. I have never been maternal whatsoever. It was so definitely younger than that. No. Anyway, you've got some shocking names and I think you will love this. Ooh, so I'm intrigued. Ed Sheeran and Sherry Seaborn. Seaborn is an interesting name to start off with. Seaborn. Seaborn. Well, obviously it'll be just Sheeran, won't it? Well, yeah, that's, I'm assuming that's her or last name Or are they sharing now. a name? Well, um, firstly, Sharon was she born at sea? Born. Not too sure. Um, but they've, they've named their kid. They've announced their baby's name. Have you got first, middle, and last? I have first, middle, middle, and last. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. I don't know whether she's changed her name or not, but the baby's taken both of their names. Okay, yeah. So two last names, two one last middle names, name, one, one first name. Yeah. Give it to me. The name is Lyra. Lyra. Is it a boy or a girl? Couldn't fucking tell you, to be honest. <laughs> so you don't know the most vital information? No. Lyra. I don't do my research. I just... It sounds like a boy. Uh, no, no. Okay. It's a daughter. Oh, whoops. Yeah. How dare you? Lyra. Jeez, okay. this is going to be so angry. Okay, middle name? Okay, are you ready? This one's the interesting one. Like, well, Lyra, to start with, I'm yeah. assuming there's a meaning behind that, but it seems a little bit weird. Look, we'll get used to it. It's it's not that different, Yeah, I to guess. be honest, I don't hate it, to be honest. No, but Lyra's kind of pretty. You ready for the middle name? Uh, yeah. Antarctica. Okay. Um, Antarctica. Lyra why? Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. Oh, no. Antarctica Seaborn. Antarctica Seaborn. <laughs> I mean... If they were adventurers, it would make sense, but isn't she in PR and he's obviously a musician? Yeah, yeah. Why did they go with Antarctica? Do you want to know the reason why? Yeah. Ha- uh, try and have a guess. Why would they choose oh, the name Antarctica? Hell. I don't know, because they want to go there? <laughs> well, that is a bit weird to name something you want to go to, not something you've been to or okay, something where well, something happened. fine. Let's just say that they... They do a lot of charity for penguins then. <laughs> I don't know. The Antarctica penguins. Um, no, they've been there before. Right. Something happened. They got engaged. Close. Uh, they got married there. Oh, no. They conceived their child there. Yes. Oh. The baby is named after the place they fucked. Oh, <laughs> tacky. 
Oh. I hope they never tell their kid that story. Oh, that's so tacky. Oh, my God. I, I must admit, I am not a fan of, like, places For as names. names. Yeah. So you don't like Chelsea? No. And Chelsea's uh, listening. No, look. Sorry, Chelsea. Chelsea Chelsea's not too bad because obviously it's just, you know, it's a little place in London. Yep. But it's, it's the big names, like London. And China and... Right. So your niece gets a pass? Oh, yeah, she gets a pass. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like I said, it's the big, yeah, places. the big places. Like, you know, I don't even mind like Indiana. You know, I know that's a place. Pretty big place. It is a big place, but I don't, I don't mind that. It's just like... Capital cities, you know. Like yeah. Cap- capital cities and capital countries. cities and countries, like Antarctica. That's not even a nice country to... to Name a middle, I know it's only a middle name too, so that's why I'm like a little forgiving. And a lot of names you can get away with being names, like let's say, I don't know, um, Dakota. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Dakota. It's a name. Yeah. Like it's a place, but you could pass that as a name without thinking about the place, could you not? Yeah, but I think a lot of people that are called London say that. Do they though? Yeah, heaps of people say that. Surely not. Yeah. I see like Sydney. You can't get away with that being a name. But there's heaps, there are heaps of girls and males called, called Sydney. Sydney. Yeah, sure. But you can't say that without thinking about the city. London, you can't say London without thinking about the city. Dakota, think, you can say the name without saying Yeah, but the I city. think it's because you've got an attachment Place. to Australia and London and England. But you obviously don't have an attachment to America, which is where Dakota well, is. Okay, reference. well, if you called your baby Las Vegas, well, I'd be yeah. like, well, no, you can't do but that. But that's what I mean. That's like the tacky, that's the tackiness of it. Like there are some beautiful countries, like there's Somalia and that's, that would be a, quite a nice name, I'm sure, or Libya or something that you could almost say, okay, that's similar to a name, but not Antarctica. <laughs> that doesn't even roll off the tongue nicely. Antarctica. Antarctica. But look, when she's getting roll called in her class, it yep. will just be Lyra. Lyra. Lyra Seaborn Sheeran. Are you here? You know, they're not going to go, Lyra Antarctica Seaborn, are you here? No, they're not going to do that. Uh, I hope not. Yeah, it's not great. But in saying that, you never know. We're not parents. We shouldn't judge a name. So it's better than Apple. Yeah, look, it's better than Apple. It's better than Google. They weren't Wait. creative with that one, Gwyneth Poulter. Paltrow? Gwyneth what? Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> That's <laughs> we the got one. There. <laughs> Gwyneth, Gwyneth Puffer. Patra? <laughs> we got there. So for some reason, this podcast has sort of turned into like a financial guidance podcast. Have you noticed over the last couple of weeks we've spoke about we have no money and how can we make money? I think it's mainly you complaining about that and yeah. I'm just trying to edge it into a fun way. You've always had this thing where you're always trying to find a get-rich-quick scheme, which you mentioned in the past. And we've spoken yeah. about, well, I sound like a fucking broken record, but we've spoken about OnlyFans and acting and ads and all that sort of stuff. I think it's because we're savers and that's yep. why we're always, like, thinking of the next buck, you yep. know, whether you can put it in a bank account or invest it somewhere. So, But it's always been that way with us too, if you think about it. Yeah. So what did you used to do in school? I know you had a little money-grabbing scheme back in school. Can you tell, tell the listeners what it was? 
Oh, this one's. This one, actually, you know what? I'm kind of proud of it. You should be proud. I'll I be am quite proud. proud of this one. I mean, it's a little embarrassing, but my my way of I had one as well, a way of making money during school. Mine was a little bit more legitimate, I reckon. Well, I think mine was pretty legitimate. Yours is a little bit Robin Hood. Oh no way! No, I was a little bit Steve Jobs. Okay, all right. Well, I'll I'll say mine. You say yours, and then we'll judge. Okay. So what I used to do is everyone had their outside tuck shops and... In school. In school, yeah, yeah. And they'd have like the metal pole to show where the line was, essentially, like to show the entrance. Yeah. And a lot of kids, I was probably in like grade two, and I'd watch all the kids kind of like knock their Grade two? Oh, yeah. I thought you were a lot older than this. No. <laughs> wow, this is good. I started young and so anyway, what I would do is I observed all these kids knocking their coins on this pole and usually around that time in grade two, because this was years ago, you could buy anything for a dollar, two dollars. That's all you needed. But anyway, these kids would knock their coins on this pole and there was like a storm drain underneath. While they were waiting. Yeah, while they were waiting, while they were queuing up. And there was a storm drain underneath. Mm -hmm. And I would say maybe 10 kids would drop their coins. Or maybe when they were pulling the coins out of their pocket, some fell down. down. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw so much money. And a lot of kids would see that and be like, oh. I've lost that forever. Yeah, they were devastated. And I totally got it. But I capitalized on that. So what I did at the very, so I'd buy my lunch, go and eat it, play, do whatever. Just probably like 10 minutes before the break was finished and you had to go back to class. I would ask the groundsman to pick up the drain because I'd drop my money. Now, may I say the first time I asked him, I did drop my money. So I wasn't a complete liar. Mm -hmm. But when he was in there, he was like, well, what did you drop? And this is where I lied. So so when you say the first time you dropped your money, but you still The initial uh, approach of it wasn't a lie. The idea of it wasn't a lie. The idea of it wasn't a lie. But when I was there and I knew I dropped a dollar, but I saw a $2, I was like, hey, I dropped a $2. So I said, I've dropped $2. And he was like, okay. And he went to pick it up. And he was like, well, while I'm here, you might as well take what's here. Oh, so he said that. He suggested it. That's fine. You've done nothing wrong there. So he, I mean, I was hoping he would say it. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. (laughs) To kick him in the shins a few times. Yeah, exactly. But he grabbed it. And honestly, I'd say maybe I made about eight bucks. Not bad. Not bad for a a grade tour. Ten minutes work, you reckon? Who dropped a dollar. You know, I've essentially made... $7. (laughs) That took me a while. That was slow math. This is... (laughs) Never said I was good at it. Anyway, so I thought, God, I have capitalized on this. And I thought, I wonder if I can do it again. Obviously, I can't do the same grounds person. So I'm going to have to ask someone else, maybe a male teacher. Anyway, what I did is twice a week, I would ask the groundsman. And I would ask a male teacher <laughs> and I changed it up and I just started putting these coins in jars and hiding them in my wardrobe. Anyway, I did this probably for maybe two months and my mum was cleaning my room one day and she opened the wardrobe 
and was just shuffling around, sorting through things, and she found it. And that was the most awkward conversation because she had to ask me how how did I come to make this money in grade two? <laughs> so essentially when I say Robin Hood, you were stealing from the dumb, being the dumb kids. Yeah. And given to yourself. So it's like a little it's bit of a It's not at all move. Robin Hood. It's just a selfish act. That <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so mum sat me down. She asked me. I told her the story. And her first initial thought was, do I get angry at her? Because technically she has done the wrong thing. Or do I praise this girl because it's an absolutely genius idea and what a little saver. So ultimately I got to keep the money. I didn't get in trouble and that's where my saving started. That's where I should that's where the way it should have gone though, because what's the alternative? The groundskeeper comes past, cleans out the leaves, goes, Oh, there's ten bucks in here. He's not gonna go out to all the kids and be like, Who wants a dollar? Who wants a dollar? No, I mean it's if anything, the groundsman could have made a lot more from for himself. Yeah. So did, did you have like a nickname from these like male teachers and look? I think butterfingers they would always snicker, and I think they caught on to what I was doing. I only did it for a couple of months. You but just batted your eyelids. Hey man, <laughs> great <you> help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's what they're looking for. Yeah, oh, no, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> you made it weird. I think. <laughs> I yeah. Look, it wasn't long that I was able to collect. Uh, everyone kind of caught on to me, but yeah, that's where it all started. So I was pretty proud. I like that story. Yeah, I think you've done really well. Uh, business model-wise, I mean, it's only going to work while you're young, I think. <laughs> yeah, you can't really take that into <laughs> the future. It's not, a, it's not a career, let's face it. I don't know, though. There might be, although we're becoming a cashless society, so it would be short-lived now. Yeah, true. You'd have to start finding bank cards and literally... Stealing. Stealing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Using people's cards at ATMs. Go on then, what was your childhood saver? So my one was, like I said, a little bit more legitimate, but at the same time dangerous, I guess you could call it. Oh, So my parents owned a um, a store that sold fudge and sweets and essentially a, a sweet or a lolly store. So they had these big like gobstopper, like jawbreaker gobstopper type things, like the massive ones mm-hmm. that are like bigger than your fist. And... I think they had someone come into the store, like a health and safety person or someone like that, or whether they just got told by their supplier that they you're not really allowed to sell these anymore, or you are allowed to sell them, but there's a lot of risk in selling them because if yeah, a child someone choke, or yeah, something? if a child chokes on it or something like that, wow, this is making me sound real bad now. <laughs> but if, <laughs> a kid could potentially die from it. Um, let's face it. So my parents decided, oh, we can't sell these anymore. So my parents are like, hey. We'll give them to our kids because we don't care if they die. So my parents <laughs> say, we can't sell these, go to town and eat them. So I was like, wait, why don't I just take them to school and sell them to people at school? So I used to have this and I'm talking like, this is a big bag. It was like half the size of me. I look like Santa walking around with like this big sack on my back. <laughs> and I remember it was like a little underground like trading scheme in ah, school. And I was like, do you want a gobstopper? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, how much is it? And I was like, oh, it's $4. Like $4 for a gobstopper. I was like, man, this is the biggest gobstopper you've ever seen in your this life. This stuff, you're honestly, yeah. it's going to change your life. Exactly. <laughs> you think you've got a good jaw? You wait till you see this bad boy. And I'd, I'd sell it to him. They'd be like, okay, I'll give this you guy a go. You could look like I'll... Johnny Bravo after this. <laughs> They'd be like, okay, I'll give him his, I'll give him his four dollars. I'll see, see if his, um, if his shit's good, and I'll, I'll tell my friends if it's good. And then you know, word of mouth, one guy would try it. And he'd be like, this is a bloody good cop stopper. And he'd be like, hey, John. I'm like, yeah, what's up? It's like, have you heard about the new dealer in town? 
Like, who's that? Callum. Oh, God. You are <laughs> really reading into this. This is Some legit. kid just <laughs> bought one off you and went, oh, yeah, this is good. I might tell someone. Exactly. They told someone. Which is the exact way that I was just describing it, but a little bit more <laughs> <This> theatrical. <dealer. laughs> so, yeah, okay. essentially, word got around and then people just started buying gobstoppers off of me and I was wow. making like $4 so like every lunch break. I know how much I made. The question is, how much did you make in well, your little child? Skin? Okay, I reckon, let's say 50 balls in this sack. Wow. Right. <laughs> a little bit more than the recommended. Yum, yum. <laughs> wow, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say Cobb 50 balls. <laughs> 50 balls, you know, $4 a pop. You're looking at 200 bucks. Did you sell all of them? Yeah. Oh, I probably ate one or two. I know you had one. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I had one. Yeah. But I'm probably, I... I probably took them out of the sack. So I reckon I'm on, on the mark there, about 200 bucks. Wow. Do yeah. you know what you did with that money? Uh, I would have saved it. Every, every cent of money that I made, even my pocket money when I was a kid, went what straight into savings. Okay. See, I, I made about 80 bucks, I think. I think that was around my figure. I'd have to mm. ask mum again. But What did you say? How much? 80. $80? Yeah. And you're catching like $8 a time doing it. Yeah. How long did this go on for? I think it was only two months and oh, it wasn't $8 at some time. Sometimes it was quite a nice little Jesus dish. Christ. I know. So, yeah, I made about 80 bucks, and that's why mum was confused as to what she should do because it was quite a big amount <laughs> at the time. And, um, yeah, I didn't buy anything. I just saved it. I, it's funny talking about just before the way I was explaining it, making myself sound like a dealer of gobstoppers. I actually, one day, same school, um, probably around about the same age, probably just after I ran out of gobstoppers, I was walking along and I found this little uh, Ziploc bag on the floor and it had, well, I didn't know what it was at the time. I picked it up. I was like, oh, weird Ziploc bag. Someone's dropped their lunch. And it was legit <laughs> drugs in this bag. And I was like this little kid. I was like, what the hell? And I had this little thing in my mind. I was like, hmm, should I? <laughs> <laughs> can I sell this? I was like, how much is it worth? And I had no idea. Like you weren't using Google back Probably then. Probably quite a bit. <laughs> Who knows? But you weren't using Google back then. So it was like just in your head. And I was was like, this in Australia or yeah, England? Yeah, Australia. And oh, then I, no. I remember mentioning it to a friend. I was like, I just found drugs. I'm like what? So I just literally found drugs on the floor. How much is this worth? I'm like, I don't know. It could be like thousands. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, it could be like hundreds. And then I remember I, I had a few friends in the older grades of school. I remember I showed one of them, like, oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's my friends. I'll give it to him. I was like, yeah, no worries. No worries, man. I gave it to him. I was like, fuck. You definitely took that drug. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I almost. So you almost become a drug dealer. Wow. Okay. You just stepped it up from my tuck shop antics to drug dealer. And then I started my little, um, my little volunteer business. That was fun. Little one. Yeah, I think. It's going to be interesting the next generation because obviously we were in a cash society. We were able to to trade off things. I didn't even think about that. What the hell are kids doing at school now? Yeah, they're taking cards. What I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. They're still doing cash, huh? They're probably still doing cash now. But honestly, I reckon two years we will live in a cashless society, and then these kids gonna have to be real creative. That's gonna be hard to manage. Like, imagine giving your kid a card to take to school. Like well, that's their card the that's linked to our account. It. Like I mean? reckon the school, as much as you have like IDs, they'll have chips in it and, and then the parents can load fun. money onto it. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Because if you give your kid yeah. a card and say, go spend $4, you can guarantee $50 is coming out that day oh, God, <laughs> at the yeah. tuck shop. Yeah, you can't give them your credit card. Yeah. 
That's a lot of uh, chicken and sweet chili Turkish breads for sure. Yeah, gobstoppers. Oh, gobs- well, I mean, no one's doing that now. That was, that was back in my days. Oh, that was your thing, was it? Yeah, yeah. Ain't no one pioneering like this guy. All right. All right. I think that's it. What an episode. We're done. Yeah, we've given a lot of tips. You know what we've got to do now? What? I've got to edit this podcast. Yeah. And what have you got to do? Sleep. Nope. Dream. Nope. Imagine. <laughs> nope. Money scheme. No. Well, yeah, you can think <laughs> of one of those. But what was the one thing we said last week that you were going to do that you'd never done, Rem? Oh, that stupid damn You're dance. you do the WAP dance. No. Oh, look. I, I did have a squizzy at it. I did have a look. Mm. And I... Came to the decision that I am not that flexible, but you're still doing it. And I was, I'm I, I actually, was getting the, I was getting the podcast gear ready like an hour ago, and Remy's like, "Oh shit, I haven't done that thing yet." So she's like, "All right, I'll have a quick look." So she gets her phone out and starts watching. Who was it? Sky Wheatley or someone doing yeah. it? So you were trying to get tips off of her, and you should. Have, so the 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 dance starts with this like high leg kick. To, from the front, so like, not like a side one, out to the front. And you should have seen how far Remy's leg kick got off the floor. I'm talking like centimetres. Hey, I was like just... 20 centimetres. I was, was practising in a very small version and I was in a tight space. Okay, and I'm kick. pretty sure you said, ow. <laughs> <laughs> I am not flexible whatsoever. Yeah, so you got that to look tough. forward to. It's going to be the most limited movement WAP dance you have ever seen I'm in your life. I'm thinking I'm going to crop my face onto someone and just show that. No, you got to do it. Oh, gosh. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a very tamed version and uh, not at all interesting. So do not go watch it. Do. Do, 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 do. All right, that's it. Go follow us on Instagram at Divorce in Progress. Make sure you rate us on Apple. Uh, tell your friends and family. Share us on your Instagrams, on your Facebooks, and anything else that you use to get us more views, please. Bye. Bye. <laughs>